0: welcome back everyone to creative fuse your favorite podcast from Dalton's own HTV creative we hear stories every other week or so from local entrepreneurs creatives movers shakers and today we have Michael Crosa
1: movers and shakers movers and shakers oh, right. that's high praise yeah, yeah. so Thank you. are you I guess you're kind of everything right <laughs> a mover and a shaker yeah Apparently.
0: and an entrepreneur
1: a creative yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so um, a savant what was it? Savant. Savant. Ooh, I'm actually amazing. not sure if
0: I use that in the right
1: context. Yeah, I, I, I just know. really wanted to say it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I do uh, a lot of things and I'm always um, kind of busy in in one realm or another. Um, my most recent project that I'm especially excited about is a podcast called My Part of Town Chattanooga.
0: Okay. Tell me all about this. So I work here okay. and I love it here. Okay. Okay. I've been able to learn a lot about Dalton from this podcast, from all the people we have on, but yeah. I actually live in Chattanooga. Oh, cool. So what part? Uh, I live in North Shore. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that was
1: the, the most recently published episode was North Shore.
0: Okay, then I'm gonna go listen to it when well, yeah. we're done here. Yeah, tell me all about this podcast.
1: So My Part of Town Chattanooga, every episode features a different part of town, the idea being that when people are moving to Chattanooga or wanna learn more, one of the questions that most people ask is, what part of town should I move to, <gasps> right? So that's the idea—is to to help kind of introduce the city and and really be a tour by podcast.
0: I love that. Thank
1: you. I'm I'm really excited with it. I'm excited how it's going. And so one of the things that I I try to do is I usually interview people one to one, but then I might interview two or three people about a particular neighborhood and yeah. then kind of like combine those together to tell a broader story about that neighborhood or, you know, cover the topics. And one of my, one of my favorite things is when people, multiple people say the same thing about a neighborhood or like bring up the same favorite business. That's really cool. And it kind of gives me a chance to splice that in.
0: Oh, what a wonderful idea. I can't tell you how many times, so I have family that lives in Chattanooga. Okay. So when I was moving up here, same thing. I was like, where do I live? Where do I go? I only know about like downtown. Uh-huh. And like two different bars downtown, or something. And <laughs> yeah. like that, there's a signal mountain and there's a lookout mountain. Like, I don't right. know anything else. Yeah. And truthfully, I had a friend that lived actually in the apartment building I live in now that was like, You should check out my building. It's the greatest hidden gem yeah. in the world. And he was correct. I don't want him to know <laughs> I've admitted he was right. but oh, okay. It's so great. But yeah, I think that like having one singular place for someone to go and sort of reference is, yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So what areas have you covered?
1: Yeah. So so far. Signal Mountain, you mentioned that's one of the most popular. We just had um, North Shore come out. I've also done some of the surrounding areas. So we've got a Cleveland episode. We've got a Ringgold episode. Cool. And coming up soon in the future, we've got uh, North Chattanooga, which is just kind of that area just above North Shore. It's got a a million different names, but like Tremont and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We've also got East Brainerd coming up, Hickson, MLK, Yeah, kind of all over the place. Cool. Yeah. yeah,
0: That's going to be awesome. Thank you. That's really exciting. How do you find people to be on them?
1: Yeah, kind of a combination of things. I started with like a business networking group that I'm part of in Chattanooga. And there were just some some connections there that I just started with. And then they brought me to a lot of their connections or friends or whatever. Then I've also just cold called some people. One of my favorite kind of stories on that is there's a place in North Shore um, called the Chattanooga Cookie. Do you know it? No. Oh, it's great. They do, they're like specialty bakery. They do cookies and they're like about that big, you know, like six inches across. They're yeah. delicious. They're amazing. And somebody at my office always like talks about them, you know, brings them in maybe once a month or so. And I just sent him an email that was like, Hey, I'm doing this podcast. I think you guys are really cool. I love that. You're like a local business and everything you want to be on the show. And they were like, that sounds amazing. We're really busy right now. Can you hit me back in a few weeks? And so (laughs) so anyway, so we, we went back and forth and then finally, yeah, I got to go back in the bakery in their like little tiny office in the back and talk to Matt and Megan, the owners and just talked about the different things. And so we talked a little bit about North shore. We talked a lot about the process of starting a business in Chattanooga and just kind of what that is like and so I haven't released that part of the episode yet, but you know, one of the other things that I want to work in is is aspects of life, so that maybe it's not just about neighborhoods. Maybe every now and then there's a episode like parenting in Chattanooga, sure, or you know, yeah, starting a business in Chattanooga, right? Because it's in the, on the same kind of vibe. But so yeah, so that's that's just been really fun, and now I like now I know them. Yeah, you know what oh, I mean?
0: what a great way to meet people too. Totally,
1: totally, just the cold call without. Bless
0: you in the cold calling.
1: Uh
0: -uh. (laughs) Well, it's
1: emails usually, but you know, still. Okay, I was
0: like, man, the idea of picking up a phone these days and like talking to anybody on it. I'm like, (laughs) you can't. You couldn't. Not for you. Yeah. How did you get to this point? Because it's not the only thing you do.
1: Yeah. Okay. So there's several ways to answer that. Um, Let me let me tell you about kind of my intro into podcasting. Please. And all of that. Okay. So in 2019, 2000, nope, 2018, I'd moved to... Austin, Texas. I'm from Asheville, North Carolina. I was living there, but moved to Austin. I'd always had this dream of starting a brass quintet. Um, totally random. Yep, I know. I'm a percussionist, even, but I've always really enjoyed arranging music and typing up sheet music and things like that. And so, we're not talking about the like cool party New Orleans thing. I'm talking about like nerdy music stands you know wearing all black like that kind of a brass yeah right yeah and so um i just always wanted to to do that and i had been arranging a lot of music and had a lot of just kind of you know stacks of sheet music of ideas and songs and stuff like that and so in austin city of live music i uh finally i made that happen and so brought together and just found five players the the name of the road that i lived on and kind of the part of town was called jollyville jollyville road um which is great it's kind of christmasy sounding right yeah Who, wh- when else do you get a brass quintet gig if not christmas so called it jollyville brass quintet that was fun that was great one of the things that i learned pretty quickly i didn't realize this as a percussionist but like if you play a brass instrument for too long your face starts to melt and so it when you're in a band with like guitars and pianos, it's fine to like take breaks. But if all you have is brass, you need to build in breaks into your show if you're going to have more than like a 30 minute show. So we started doing these skits and um, the boys weren't really actors. And so what what we kind of found landed on was that worked for everyone is we would type up the scripts. We'd play some music and then we would do like we'd kind of do radio theater if you're listening to. And I mean, the audience is right there, but we're, you know, this is Jollyville Radio Hour, Christmas, whatever. And we had a lot of fun with that, just doing silly voices, didn't have to memorize lines. Cause yeah. It was right there. So that was going on 2019, 2020. Sure. COVID, kind of a bad idea to, you know, use your respiratory systems next to each other when playing brass instruments. So.
0: And in like a crowded place, with yeah, like people totally. Standing directly in front of you, exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. So we dropped the the instruments, or not dropped, set them nicely on the ground. We invited all of <laughs> our friends to kind of just experiment with the skit idea, and so yeah, we we ended up we kind of we turned Jollyville Brass Quintet into Jollyville Radio. We got together and just started. Everybody just kind of wrote some skits about. Things that were happening in jollyville and this is like fictionalized jollyville yeah we just started recording zoom calls and just started editing and we kind of got to the place where we had about a dozen or so and i'm saying this past tense but still technically current but yeah about a dozen or so people across like we had writers we had performers we had editors and just really made this show and we we found this format of the first half of the show was kind of silly skits and you know whatever from Jollyville. The second half of the show is an interview with a real life community builder. Bunch of silly goofiness, ends on like a positive upbeat note, which is exactly what we needed, in, or sure. I needed, right? I statements, that's what I needed in, in quarantine is like ways to stay connected with my friends, ways to like maintain hope mm-hmm. and positivity and joy. And so that's what that project was.
0: That's really cool. Thank you. Super creative and like Thank a good you. way to use what was a lot of downtime. Yeah. So that's yeah. great.
1: Yeah. A lot of downtime, a lot of need to, yeah, just stay connected with people. And yeah. it was funny because like, you know, there was, the, of course, everybody only thought it was going to last two weeks, right? But yeah. we thought the show, oh, yeah, well, you know, maybe a month. And if it, if we're done in a month, that's fine. Whatever. Um, and, you know, two and a half years later, we're still going. But there was a lot of friends that I both made through that process, but then also just maintained like people from earlier in life that I totally would have lost contact with. Yeah. I was able to just stay really good friends with
0: that's cool yeah and like it's a new way to build on that friendship too totally something that might not have previously been creative suddenly becomes like there's a new facet to that yes so that's really cool yeah. were you you were still in austin at the time
1: yeah and i moved to chattanooga at some point in the middle of that in uh, 2021
0: oh that's a tough time to move how do <laughs> yeah. you like it obviously oh love i it. love chattanooga yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah yeah i had been to chattanooga once as a kid like maybe like six years old or something like that and had never been back since and kind of accidentally not really accidentally but just went the first place I got a job and uh that was Chattanooga yeah and I love it I'm so happy to have landed here I know that probably sounds cheesy or whatever, but it's I get it yeah
0: I get it yeah yeah Yeah. Chattanooga's great it's like Dalton's little hat or big hat (laughs) or like wide brim sun hat anyway yeah yeah that's awesome yeah that sounds like a fun journey yeah so is podcasting and and the radio thing like your Time. oh how, i would i
1: would love to get it to that place okay and i'm working on kind of building some packages to provide like podcasting as a service mm-hmm. podcasting for hire and all that kind of stuff right now my uh my bills are paid by uh ut chattanooga i work as a um, academic advisor in the school of education
0: okay okay yeah, yeah ut chattanooga is great
1: yeah, yeah i've done yeah.
0: i did like a one so One of my good friends is a professor there. Oh, cool! And she had me come in and talk about like entrepreneurship to her class, and I was like, "This is horrifying." (laughs) So, not a public speaker? No, No. (laughs) nope. You get more than like four people in a room, and I'm like, Mm. I'll be in the corner. Thanks so much. Yeah, but it's 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 really cool to that like the campus is just like plopped in the middle of downtown, right?
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah oh. it's a really really well kept campus and all that too yeah.
0: yeah so one day you'll be yeah. full time podcasting maybe you'll even be like teaching a class on podcasting
1: yeah well funny that you mention <clears throat> it i are you familiar with the chattery yeah yeah so i teach podcasting at the chattery and tonight i i'm actually doing a podcasting for a business class
0: cool there yeah cool the chattery is great if um for everyone listening to you kind of want to explain sure what sure, sure, that sure. is
1: so the chattery is um it's a a learning center it's an adult learning center what they do is throughout the the week they'll have classes and events that people can sign up for it's kind of broad spectrum of things from kind of artsy crafty things like podcasting i've also taught a cross-stitching class or two there you teach cross Uh,
0: or you you cross-stitch uh-huh that's cool
1: (laughs) (laughs) then they also do some more kind of like emotional wellness classes or or all kinds of things and the, the idea is that learning is fun and that as you know, as you enter adulthood, there's less opportunities for just fun learning and social learning. And so it's a great place to just sign up for a low commitment class. You just can, you know, once one, yeah, one time thing, sign up, meet some people, do some silly things. I also do a voice acting class there. And it's really fun that people can just come and just be silly yeah, be silly with strangers and make silly voices and, that's it and you know what i mean it's It's always struck
0: me as this place that encourages you to make time to play
1: yeah and
0: i feel like as adults we don't really do that or like any hobby that we have somehow has to be monetized or if we're going to learn something new it's got to like provide some kind of direct service to our lives or whatever and i think the chattery sort of circumvents all of that and just says like no, it's okay just to like learn to make a Christmas cocktail or like right, right. like the cross-stitching. Or when I first moved here, I moved in November of 2019. Okay. So no, I guess like early December 2019. So I took one class there and was like, I have got to find ways to meet people. I moved alone. Yeah, totally. I didn't really know anybody. And that was my sort of like, okay, I guess I'm going to start taking some classes and try and make some friends as an adult. And then everything shut down. So that sort of went out the window. But yeah. yeah. They also offer services that are like small business finances or like other things. Home buying
1: intro 101. That like
0: you you start thinking about some of those things and you're like, I have no idea where to go. And they kind of step in and and fill that need. So it's a really, really cool space.
1: Yeah. I like them a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's awesome that you teach there. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Do you get to take free classes?
1: I can't. Yeah. It's like I could either... Get paid for the class I take, or do like a swap, a class swap. Oh,
0: that's whatever. awesome! So. What kind of classes have you taken that you've enjoyed? Uh,
1: honestly, the the only one that I've actually taken is uh, a cigar class.
0: Oh, cool!
1: Yeah, they had one of their instructors. Um, they hosted it at a local cigar bar, um, and the guy, you know, everybody got a cigar and got to yeah, you know, walk through that process. And he kind of talked about the different things that you might be looking for in a cigar, the sizes, the shapes, the brands, the locations, the history. It's oh, cool. It's really fun. Yeah. It's
0: interesting. And like, you would just never think to take a class like that. Right. Until suddenly you see it. Right. Oh, that's really cool. There's,
1: um. they, they also have a lot of gardening ones that I have my eye on, but something always happens. Either I can't make it or... What kind whatever. of gardening?
0: Like outdoor gardening or like, yeah. I'm going to become a plant hoarder gardening?
1: Well, uh, both. Because that's me. Oh, yeah. yeah me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just bought a house last year and so this is my first thank you thank you where did you buy a house Fort Oglethorpe
0: oh yeah. are you gonna do an episode about Forto uh
1: yeah I would like to cool yeah 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 because I did I did the one about Ringgold and we kind of mentioned fordo a little bit um so but uh but yeah but this it's my first spring with actual dirt in the ground yeah that I can use so yeah so I'm not excited spring about yet that. yeah we're also well, freezing okay <laughs> but yeah. we're getting there <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
0: it's nearly planting time
1: Yeah, exactly. That's great. That's great. Well,
0: cool. Um, Do you have any other podcasts that you work on or that you do?
1: Those are kind of the main ones. I would love to give a shout out to some friends, some podcasting friends that I've made along the way. Please. So in one of our, one of the earlier episodes of Jollyville radio, we had a skit about a casserole competition. And one of the things in there was somebody, somebody brought pizza rice and one character says, that just sounds like pizza toppings on rice. And the other says, that's exactly what it is. And right around that time, I had started to meet a couple other podcasters and everybody just sort of enjoyed that particular joke. So we call ourselves the Pizza Rice Podcasting Collaborative.
0: Oh, that's cute. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and so it's kind of four, four sets, I guess you could say, of storytelling Podcasters, and so we've got Abby and Allen at the Lunatics Radio Hour podcast. They do they'll do like one episode as a deep dive on a horror topic. So it might be like history of vampires, and not just in film, okay. but like yeah, yeah. Write this down. I have to down. Write this
0: down. <laughs> I've recently gotten really into horror. Okay. Film or like movies or like yeah. scary movies yeah, and yeah, like. Yeah coming sorry just a quick aside i came from a background growing up where i was like never ever i'm terrified i'll cry like why would i ever watch that yeah and then as i got older i like developed my own interests and realized that i'm i really like it's some of the there's no like delicate way to put like creepier things in life i'm like yeah. i think bones and bugs are really cool and like the natural part of it and then i was like i wonder if i would like the scary stuff because like yeah. i'm kind of drawn to it so a friend of mine and i started scary movie night so every other week like clockwork We get together, we have a whole list of scary movies and we're just checking our way down the list and we kind of alternate between a more modern movie and an older movie and we make dinner and like either a cocktail or a mocktail or something and we watch it and then we'll like chat about it and it's been so much fun. So that sounds really yeah. interesting to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the, they'll do the one episode that's the deep dive, and then the next episode they will read short stories either that they've written or that people have submitted, or kind of a combination of both that are on cool. that topic. Okay, what's so it called really again? Fun. Lunatics Radio Hour. And uh, shout out to the Killer Plant episode, um, since we're talking about plants. They did a they did a two parter on how killer plants kind of have shown up in mythology and fiction and all of that kind of stuff. Then I wrote a song about a killer plant. It was the first song, first original song featured on Lunatics Radio Hour. Oh,
0: I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah.
1: So yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Have you seen, it reminds me of, uh, have you seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes. And how he writes that whole like musical play about the vampire yes that's kind of where my brain went yeah you should just continue <laughs> your killer plant song into a whole musical that's
1: a fantastic idea
0: i think that we could find a place to produce it
1: yeah yeah let's do it that let's would be go. super fun yeah okay okay yeah. monster monstera is the oh, name of the song i have one
0: of those yeah yeah, nice. yeah she's yeah, yeah. taking over right now exactly okay yeah i'm super into this idea any other local? Yeah, you said there were four of y'all. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, okay, so
1: that's one. That's one. Well, Jollyville Radio is another. Fado, F A D O, is a podcast. Uh, my friend John Cook up in uh, Ohio reads folklore, fantasy, and fairy tales.
0: Okay, yep, I would be super into that too. Yep, and mm-hmm. so
1: he and he does a, a really good job of making like kind of historical language sound approachable. If that makes sense. Yes. You know, sometimes you like read Grimm's fairy tale, you can't figure out what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. He does a good job of. Just kind of the way that he reads is really approachable. And then in Minnesota, Bob Don has um, two of them. Bob's Short Story Hour, which is also similar reading of fiction works. And then he has a second one called Hidden Oaks, which is a long form horror series. Um, that's that's uh, It's a really cool one. It kind of centers around this community. And it's, it's sort of an anthology of stories that are... Like, there's, there's a through line, but then there's also a lot of, like, side stories mm-hmm. that, you know, about different people in the neighborhood, and they, like, might connect to the main story a little bit here and there, and yeah, it's cool.
0: I would like that a lot, I think. There were a couple, there's a couple of horror podcasts that I've listened to. One of them is, like, The 13 Days of Halloween. Okay. And it comes out only in October, right up to Halloween. Oh, cool. And it. it's short stories, but they're all horror stories, either written by, like, the host or people submit them, and they're, like, formatted for a podcast. It's really cool. And then there's another one that I will have to look up the name for. But if you're interested in horror, I can pop that on later. And it's kind of the same thing where it like the only one i listen listened to, it's like a longer form podcast and it follows this person like into this town. And there's like all these like creepy things and like all the people she meets are like, you need to get out of here, but nobody can really tell her why. Yeah. And it's it's just, it's really cool. I love that stuff. Yeah. That's so interesting. Cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to check out all,
1: all of those. So yeah. do you guys get together or we... It's funny, we tried to have a, a get together once somebody, somebody got COVID, but the rest of us got to meet up in, in Chattanooga. Cool. So we haven't had a full group meeting yet, but we have, I mean, we've got, we have a text thread that's been going for a couple of years. And that's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really lovely and it's a really supportive group. And cause we're all, you know, we're all very similar in that we're all storytellers, but we're, a, we also all have kind of a different flair and a different flavor and yeah. Um, so it's it's really cool to just be able to support each other and show up on each other's shows in different ways, and you were talking about kind of developing a new interest in horror, so when Abby from Lunatics Project, she came on Jollyville Radio to talk about cu- the community element of horror, and so talking about, for one, just like the element or the, the community of creatives, right? what it's like, there's like horror film fests galore, and like what does it look like to have that kind of, that as a community, and then she also talked about this notion that horror kind of serves a psychological need in a way and that and so the example that she gave is that if you look at kind of periods in history where there's something very uh scary happening like world war ii or something like that that culturally horror suddenly picks up and there's kind of i don't know maybe some hypothesis out there that like it's that when people are anxious and generally experiencing anxiety, being able to approach that anxiety in in a safe way. In a
0: controlled environment.
1: Exactly, it's meaningful, right? You get to experience that fear and also be safe at the same time.
0: I completely understand it. And the same way the friend of mine that I watch these films with, we have like a set of rules by how we watch them. And because we watch them similarly, so we have to have a light on. And (laughs) like we are also, we have to be able to talk during them. And some of that is to say, I'm terrified. Say we watch a film and like, he's seen it before and I haven't. And I'm like, okay, you've got to tell me what's going to happen. Like, I'm still excited to watch it. I happen to like spoilers a lot. So I'm like, you've got to just tell me what's going to happen. So I can like feel a little better about this. And it's a way to like control that anxiety or that fear and still find a way to enjoy it. Yeah, We have like a little set of rules that make it easier for us or like more enjoyable. So yeah, I think that that. Makes a lot that's of sense awesome. actually. Yeah. yeah, you
1: you mentioned like making that a podcast idea. Yeah. Something that I've always thought would be fun is to, and you can totally steal this idea: watch a movie, but have like your mic set up or whatever, so that it's a watch along podcast, mm-hmm. and that your audience can hit play at the same time that they hit play on the movie. Even if there's long silences, that's okay because they're watching the movie too, and then you get to hear you two talking about the movie. And
0: oh, that would be kind of fun. How would you do that? Where like you couldn't hear the movie.
1: I think you could probably rig it up to where you each have your own set of headphones and are listening to the movie through the headphones. Okay. And then you have the microphones in the room. Okay. And then, yeah, then you wouldn't get the audio and get copyright issues. That That could
0: actually be super fun. There's a couple of podcasts that are like, there's another one called the rewatcher and they're like watching Buffy from the beginning to the end. And then Zach Braff actually has one where they're, where he goes through, it's with, it hits him and Donald Faison. From Scrubs, and they watch Scrubs, and they watch Scrubs, oh, and they go through every. So and I was super into this podcast for a while, but then the episodes were like two hours long, and I was like, guys, oh, I I can't. Yeah, but they have like guests on from Scrubs, and that's and cool. like their relationship is really adorable. That's fun. So.
1: I've been listening to the Always Sunny podcast. Okay, and they do something similar, and they're it's like they watch the episode, but it's also like hardly what they talk about yep. at all. And it's it's so fun to to hear like a creative process and hear what they're doing and thinking about and yeah and stuff like that and
0: like the behind the scenes on it like yeah. the, this took us 12 hours to shoot this one scene right or, you would or have whatever. no idea Mm-mm, yeah because it's so effortless like right. watching the show it's pretty cool that would be a fun podcast though yeah like. and all the movies that we're watching for the first time i feel like people that enjoy the genre have already seen them yeah so and there are a couple of films that i love or have really loved that I'm like I wish I could watch that for the first time anything by Ari Aster which he's really popular now so I'm sure a lot of people feel that way but now I'm like I wish I could watch Midsummer for the first time again mm. or Hereditary or whatever I'm like these are so good yeah so i think it would be cool to listen to somebody talking about it for the first time or like discussing it or like you know i finished hereditary and immediately got on my phone to look up everything <laughs> about this this like demon or whatever
1: yeah, i just got yeah, yeah. super into it yeah that could be
0: super fun but do you have any other podcast plans or like any others you want to do or
1: i well i'm like i said i'm rocking and rolling on on my part of town chattanooga i'm really having a lot of fun with that and really enjoying it i am Like I said, yeah, working on getting, like, podcasting for hire and and all that kind of stuff um, up and off the ground. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me.
0: Do you want to, how do people find you if they're interested in Chattanooga?
1: Sure, sure. So, on all of the, you know, the Spotify, the Apple Podcasts, all that, it's My Part of Town Chattanooga. Okay. On the social medias, it's uh, MPOT Chattanooga.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And then... If you could sort of put together like a dream roster of podcasts that you were helping to develop, do you have a couple (laughs) that you're like,
1: I would love this? Goodness gracious. I think there's a lot of really cool brands in Chattanooga that I, I don't know if this is what you're asking, but I think could have really interesting podcasts like moon pie lodge mm-hmm. little Debbie right that because a lot of those have some like nostalgia element to them or something like that and so you could just take that and uh, I, I just think it would be really cool to yeah collaborate with them on something like that cool yeah
0: yeah that would be awesome yeah, yeah, yeah. and then what is okay these are two questions I ask everybody because I
1: love them <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. what
0: is the most maybe like the hardest part of starting this process or like starting the podcast and how have you overcome it or how are you working through it yeah so that we'll start there
1: i think finding finding voice and finding audience is a connected difficult spot one of the the things about jollyville radio is it was very fun it was great for us who are making it and it's kind of hard to pitch because it's so many things all at once so part of when i'm i'm going into My part of town Chattanooga is having a very specific question that it's answering Mm -hmm. and trying to make sure that I both stay on theme, but also let it evolve as it as it grows. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think podcasts, just depending on how they're made, could have such a broad there's a a really wide range in what what is successful. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if it's a hyper specific podcast, like 10 listeners might be amazing.
0: Yeah. And we are typically pretty like dalton specific right so we're not well same yeah yeah.
1: you're right yeah is i'm not expecting to get the kinds of numbers that you know the the kind of mass appeal stuff is so that's i don't know that's always kind of a challenge in in thinking through like what you know picking the number that's successful because if you don't pick a number then it If I don't pick a number, Mm -hmm. I use I statements, if I don't pick a number, (laughs) it's really easy to just get down on myself that it's not one more than it was yesterday or you know what I mean? Or whatever. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. And then what has been the most rewarding part of it so far?
1: Oh man. I, the rewarding part I think has been the connections, the opportunities, the kind of the cold calling that we were talking about earlier, just the, the way that that works. I mean, between launching that podcast and teaching the podcasting classes at the chattery just in the last month I've gotten to be on like the local NPR station cool. local news station I'm gonna be the host and MC of a festival in April what festival four two three day festival
0: oh cool it's, okay. yeah it's
1: new it's it's their their first year I, I think
0: I've seen it. Or I've seen something okay. about it. Yeah. And first I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. 423 Day. That's
1: awesome. And yeah, f- 423 Day, of course, being the area code for Chattanooga. Yeah. Um it's gonna be on April twenty third. Okay. Four two three. Who um <laughs> so yeah, down downtown in Miller Park. And so yeah, cool. yours truly will be goofing around on the microphone up on stage. Oh and, bless you. Um But but yeah, all of that stuff is things that have come from just wanting to celebrate Chattanooga. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and doing so in a public way. And I think that that's it's a really rewarding feeling. It appeals to my vanity. And um,
0: look, at least we can be honest. Yeah, was, you
1: know, being straightforward. But it's it's really fun. And, you know, for somebody who moved to Chattanooga, you know, I think it not in a bad way, but but Chattanooga is a place that's that a lot of people have lived in for a very long time and mm-hmm. there's a lot of deep connections, you know, oh I grew up with so and so and whatever. So to be able to meet people and really get deeply involved as a relatively new chattanooga and that's it's it's fun it's really it's really nice
0: then there is a day multiple days where when you find yourself so fully ingrained in chattanooga or Mm. like involved that you start to see where all of these webs connect yes or i've somehow managed to be really involved in the running community okay am i a runner (laughs) not really but I'm still very involved. And it's yeah. it's cool because I show up at a lot of these races and I've gotten to know a lot of these people and then just like seeing them out in the world. And I'm like, you work here or you're a part of this yeah. or like, this is crazy. And and just watching that web spread yeah. is super fun because for whatever reason, Chattanooga is a small town.
1: It is. And
0: everyone knows
1: everyone. They really do. Yeah. Oh, so,
0: it's crazy. Well, cool. Thank you so much for being of here of course thanks this for having, having me awesome yeah it's
1: good to meet you you
0: too thanks for hanging out with us today here at the h2b creative fuse podcast be sure to hit subscribe whether you listen on spotify google play apple Podcasts, or stitcher h2b creative is located in downtown dalton and is here to assist with all of your marketing needs check us out at h2bcreative.com or creativefusepodcast.com or any of our social channels until next time stay creative